on me that and in my love for music but i never you know i'm not like y'all trying to really be singing <laughs> right right yeah she, she was just like you know, i just be playing i've been could do this i've been can do i've been can do this <laughs> Y'all niggas dropping albums and got eight trillion demo songs, nigga. I could have been in the helping y'all niggas out. Shut up. I just uh, no, maybe you'll catch I a clue really. one day. You're stupid. <laughs> Till then, you know. <laughs> just gonna keep playing around. Like, oh, you didn't miss that. You missed that harmony. I just automatically <laughs> helped out with right there. I, was, I know you was about to get there too, but just in case. <laughs> You got reserves, brother. Oh, you, you got know, reserves. Don't let El Boogie fool you because he's seen. Oh, I've been, yeah. Well, shoot. I don't know. Hey, look at his shaking I, his head well, like that. Well, see. Look at I, I, I was, a, you know, I was a, a supportive solo fan, mm-hmm. if you will. You know, when mm-hmm. I had my little group before I was a part of solo, right. we admired each other. and See? We probably, I don't know. I don't know. I just... Yeah, I seen them do their thing, and then I remember you probably remember too. There's like one of their homeboys who filmed everything <laughs> when they did their own special showcase. Oh yeah, and the Mariah Carey twins yep. was background dancing. I know about that. Right when the curtains was closing, and Lance was in behind. Oh, I was here. What happened behind the they curtains? They was at the very it. end of the song, and, and 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 everybody had a mic in their hand, including Lance, and he's like. <gasps> He hit, he hit one of them high ass notes. Hella passionate. It's like there was a lantern just is so you wouldn't know who hit it. But it was Lance that hit the note. And and I promise you, as I tell you this story, when when Sorrell gets back in town, ask him. Jamel was talking him. about the showcase y'all did with the Mariah him. Carey twins dancing and I'm the curtains were just closing and no one could see you all anymore come, and Lance let that. out this loud ass, high ass, precise ass note. Wow. And it was like, oh my God. You How know? come I didn't hear? I heard about everything else you about that heard, showcase, but I never heard, heard about that. story I after the curtains closed? I never heard about Lance's and high And it's, note. and it's on film. Oh. That's why it's so is memorable. Is it on YouTube? That, no, it's not on YouTube. But it you is. You guys, on this tape. homegirl, um, Didi, she recorded a lot of stuff because she posted something on YouTube. Uh, she didn't. Was post that, that when uh, Tracy at Sung Happy Birthday did this birthday tribute song? No, it girl. was some it other show. Baby, <laughs> no need for your input. Just relax. I remember who wrote the Don't one song that David Santos write the sip of the wine and he helped to oh, write the sip, 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 sip of the wine. wine, wine, wine. Did you did you have, were you part yeah, of that song? I'm, I'm on it. I've been waiting for the special day for me to make sweet love to you, baby. Nice and slow is how I want tonight to go. Ooh. I want to take my time with you. So, girl, don't you rush. Then Terrell comes in. Then we'll start off with dinner for two. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. Let me whisper in your ear. <laughs> Yeah, it was clean and I come though. Again. Enjoy yeah, okay. tonight, my dear. Uh, Get it. Can't complain. Uh, some some words I can't explain. And I go talk about you and I, <laughs> <laughs> and I just can't say bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
sip of wine by candlelight. Huh. Wanna love you down and hold you tight. Are you recording? Probably. Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. I quit. I quit then. For y'all listening right now. If y'all listening right now, I didn't mean to be y'all. We wasn't supposed to be recording. That's why I, I'm done. Sip on the sip on the sip on the wine. Bye. Talk podcast with your girl Ann Carter DJ L Buggy episode number 38. And we also have in the building your boy, brother Jay. Yay, yay. Yeah. Touch my stick. Hey. L Boogie, you nasty. Hey, hey. You want, please, you want your please. stick touched too. <laughs> <laughs> Every man wants their stick I mean, touched. Of course you know they do. After we record this and you go and it's just us, he's gonna be chasing me around the house. <laughs> like, oh, I gotta work in the morning. <laughs> hey, not it touching happens sometimes. It happens sometimes. <laughs> Shout out to Park <laughs> Avenue on this good touch Park my stick Avenue. You know, hey, Elijah Baker and, and them, you know, Oakland, California. Oh, they're from Oakland. They are, they are. Oakland. Elijah, that's the bass player cat from Tony Tony Tony. Oh, and you okay. know, this is like a collective. They could probably explain it better than I could, but yeah, you know, the name of the uh, group is uh, Park Avenue, and okay. uh, yeah, that's that joint, Touch My Stick. That's Shout dope. Yes, I yes. dig it. I dig it. Yeah. So, Brother Jay, how was your week? You know, how you doing? It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It is um, the summertime, you know, Man. and um, during the summertime, that's the moment where people come and visit and go out and do things, vacation and stuff like that, so yeah. in my particular case... Um, I have family in town. My okay. uncle and his wife, they are from out of Colorado. So oh, nice. I have been, uh, you know, that's been uh, how my week has been in terms of, you know, hanging out and doing things. Um, 
my uncle shout out uh, Roger Johnson in the building. Okay. And uh, uh, and yeah, it's been like probably over 10, 15 years since I, you know, seen this seen oh, this wow. guy. You know, when I was a, a little kid, he used to take me up miniature golfing and all these different things back in uh, Illinois, where I'm oh. originally from, Champaign-Urbana. Shout out. And yeah, you know that that has been a piece of my week working uh, some. Some NAACP stuff I've been gearing up for in terms okay. of rent control, and I'll probably oh, be nice. an ambassador for the next uh, few months, you know, sort of speaking on those topics. So nice. Getting prepared for that. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, been busy, been busy. Nice. Good, good busy, good busy. How about yourself? How's your week? Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Working, working yes, too. Yes, indeed, Me indeed. and Book just recently had a wedding that we did. I talked about hey, a little while ago. That's dope. It's always it's always cool when I can do the cake and he can do the DJing. So we had that, and then just you know our regular work week, and you know Kalia's gone out of town Ooh, with Christopher Terrell and wee. and her cousins Ty and Christina. They're in LA. We're not not living it up and uh. going to Disneyland and stuff. So it's just us. Wow! Wow! It's just us. so 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 basically so. just 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 like in in your in your early days, it's just y'all two. Right. Just me and you. Just me and you. Ooh, baby. But we don't need nobody else. Just me and you. So, yeah, so y'all pretty much get this um, quality time. We do get some quality time. And, uh, you know, that's what's up. That's we dope. Do. That's dope. You know, and sometimes, you know, for, for those listeners who might have their mind in the gutter, maybe rightfully so, but um, quality time also can consist of just kicking your feet up. Oh, just yeah. Just laying the hell out. Yeah. You know what? Chilling. How about I'm going to sleep yeah, today? Yeah, right? Um, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to just, you know, wa- let the television watch me. Right? Today. Or, but something. I'm also going to run around the house with no pants yo, on with a glass yo, of wine. Hey, Shout out to Riza. We talked about as not wearing no pants. Shout out to the grown folk where, you know, when you got the spout, the spout no to, to yourself and you can just, uh, just cut up. Man, because I up. mean, like kids from the time they are, it doesn't matter if they're two years old mm. or if they're 16, well, 17, they be trying to bust up in what you it. got going on. It's like, damn, the day I, after they, they, pill, they, kids. Oh my goodness. Stop you, you, don't, you don't have any time to yourself. Like, I can be on the toilet. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Hey, mom, mom, <laughs> mom, um, were nah. you going to do this or were you going to make this or were you nah. going to... Like, dang, I'm gonna start start doing you the same way. I'm gonna start doing the same thing. You just bust up in the bathroom, see how you like it. Hey, uh, was that um, rally next week or this week? I'm gonna do Rice Krispie treats, right? Yep, Uh, do you need those cookies this week or next week? (laughs) Um, did you need the money for the field trip today or tomorrow? (laughs) Oh man, she'd be like, Mom, you gonna wait? You couldn't uh, wait. Well, I thought it was cool. That's how. That's how you do me. Right. I, I thought. That's, I thought that's what this is. Like, right, right. Just right. Like, Fair exchange, no problem. Yeah. You know? man, that's how they do. Right. That is how right. they do. Where is DJ Madsticks? You know, who knows? Um, oh, oh, did okay. he take off? 
Okay, ah. DJ Mastic, shout out to you. He shout was here earlier, but yeah. he cut out. He cut out. He got some eagles and stuff to tend to at work. Right, right. You know, I've <laughs> just seen the pictures for the first time. Like, Have you seen those pictures? Just for the first time today. Oh I was gosh. like, whoa. I was like, whoa, especially when I seen the baby eagle. Right. And I was like. That was the one that fell out of our tree. What? Yeah, so this palm tree that we have out here, there was a family of eagles. There was Mama Eagle, there was Papa Eagle, and there was Baby Eagle. And that baby fell out of the tree. It wasn't old enough to fly on its own yet. So guess who happened to be here at the time? Shut up. Damien, a.k.a. DJ Mastix. Yeah. And he nursed that thing back to health. What? And took it to work with him. So did he return it to the fam, or can no, the, you, no, or how they, does it work? I mean, they, they, they set it free. Wow. He said that there was a possibility that it could make its way back here, but it didn't. And so after that, the family left out the wow. tree, which we're glad because it was doing everything from pecking Lance into the back of the head to all these droppings and really? shit that's on, on the car and in the driveway. So... Yeah, him and Damien got hit in the head. Really? Because they they, they were always looking up in the tree. Their child or their kid mm-hmm. or whatever. They didn't mess with me and Kalia. I wow. guess I guess birds are supposed to be some kind of good luck. Well, I just kind of pecked real quick. Whoa. Like see you, boom. <laughs> like boom, boom. Yeah. Wow, just yeah, trying to protect their area. Yeah. Like colonizers, there they are. The colonizers. <laughs> <laughs> they took Ray Ray. Make palm trees great again. <laughs> you know what though? But after that baby fell out of the tree, they, they left. Wow. They left. We ain't seen them since. So. I never knew that story. Oh yeah, I thought I didn't know you didn't know about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow. That, that's that's what's going on with that. I can dig it. I yeah. can dig it. So, so you know what? 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 Where do we? Li- what? What was left off from the last episode? What was? What was? What was? Because I didn't get a chance to like really lean in on that. You know, I've been refreshing on some of the other joints and the last episode we talked about a few different things. You mean episode what thirty seven? Thirty seven already. Um, <laughs> we talked a little bit about about these poor children. Mm. At the border, ooh, yeah, no. who, who they they just got, they just got sitting pretty much locked in the cage. Sad event, and and yeah, you know, just beyond sad is understatement. What's gonna happen? So, did you know that that Melania, mm. uh, they they caught Melania wearing a, a jacket, and this stirring some controversy. She's wearing a jacket that read, "I really don't care." Do you? On a trip to visit the children's shelter on the U.S.-Mexico border. And people are like, what? Why are you wearing a jacket that says that? Right. That's that's crazy. No, I've seen pictures and whatnot, but I'll admit, sometimes I'm proactive and not paying attention to number 45 and all that goes on. You know, which, you know, on one end... That's what it is, and then on the other end, you know, as a citizen of the United States, you really want to be able to be informed and stay, you know, as as Boogie would say, involved with what you know what's, what was happening. And I hadn't, you know, I hadn't done all my homework on it, but I, I will say overall that that ain't cool. No, that ain't not. cool at all. Um, 
and just just this whole you know immigration thing that's been going down and you know I'm just I'm still catching up in terms of just how some kids was in one state and then when a when the family is broken up then you know they might be out of New York but end up detained in Texas one two three years old and they don't even have all the accurate filing or the records of the people they were taken from so now it's a guessing game as far as returning the kids to their their, their, their mom and dads and all that and it's just I can't believe that, you know, aside from from the, uh, the, the political side of it, the whole uh, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you get so caught up in that that you would rip a family apart right. and, and, and try to dance around political language to make it seem like it ain't what your fault or you're right. not at, right. you're not liable for what's going on. It's, right. whew, it's just crazy. Like they say, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. Right. So, and in regards to this to this jacket that Melania wore, yeah. it says here, so was anyone in a position to advise Melania against wearing a coat that broadcast a message with the potential to offend? And then it says Anita McBride, who served as chief of staff to Laura Bush, described the interactions between political sides and their principles as a delicate mm. dance. And she might have really wanted to wear it and was stubborn about it. Maybe her staff didn't say something. Right. And uh, we don't know, McBride said, but when you're putting together a a trip like this, they have to know that anything they do and say and wear is going to send a message. Absolutely. You don't just go and visit those children in the shelter and say, I really don't care. Right. Do you? Right. On the back of your jacket. Why, Why would you choose that time to wear that? Right. That's so, real. That's real. So, yeah, that's, not cool. That's not, not cool that's at not, all. That's not cool at all. So, Melania, somebody need to tell you something. Do better. Right. Shit. So, so in, in touching out of that, because you know, I know this really was more stemming from the last piece of news that you shared, and you know, so so well inform our people and the listeners. That would mean we haven't talked about, or maybe you have. The Nas album, uh, Jay Z and, and Bay. We we, and, uh, we we touched on on a, uh, a little bit okay. on the last episode. Okay. We did. We talked a little bit about Nas's album. Um, shout out to to Jay Rue and Jay also Rue. Teddy Bruski. Hey, on the last episode, and you know they actually weren't uh, really digging the Nas album too much. Wow. I hadn't heard it yet, and they told me they were like, I I don't know, there might be one or two on it. And I was wow. like, well, are you saying it's not worth listening to? So I played a couple cuts, and I still wanted to go back and listen to something. But basically, their take on that Nas album was that they weren't really feeling Nas on the Kanye beats. You know, they, they uh, you know, they are definitely hip-hop aficionados. And um, they certainly reserve that right. And you never know. It may change later down the line. You know, Maybe. sometimes albums got to grow on you. I'm not saying that I'm... Uh, Way loving it, <clears throat> excuse me. Way loving it or way hating it. You know, right. I do like what I like. I dig it. You know, but you know, I'm I'm wrestling with a whole different thing in terms of just Kanye's get down. You want to, you know, I think it's it's great if you can separate a person from art. You know, I think it's important to try to always strive for that. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm still just working through whatever Kanye's message is and all that stuff. Right. So. 
Right, right. But I, you know, I can dig it. I can dig it. Right. It's not an issue. It's not a, you know. Uh, it, it really isn't. So something else that I ran across today, Brother Jay. Uh, oh, did you know that Michael Jackson's dad, Joe Jackson, that he has been hospitali- hospitalized with terminal cancer? No. I just read that today, yeah. What? So Joe Jackson has reportedly been hospitalized in Las Vegas with terminal cancer. And the nearly 90-year-old is in the end stages of his Whoa. disease and isn't expected to live much longer, according to the Daily Mail. Jackson has been ill for months, but his health has rapidly declined in the past few weeks. And while his wife, Catherine, and other family members were originally by his side, it's reported that they were temporarily barred from visiting him, although it's unclear exactly why. And after an emergency family meeting and permission from Jackson's manager, they were finally allowed to see him on Tuesday, uh, the 19th, just this past Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they say he's very frail, and he doesn't have much time left. Wow. Well, we first say our prayers to the Jackson family. Absolutely. Um, and uh, especially a prayer for for Joe, Joe Mr. Joe Jackson. It, uh, it 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 signifies, in my opinion, the end of an era. Um, in terms of you know, it's one of the greatest entertainers that's ever hit this this planet. Right. The father of that and. You know, we've seen the movies and different documentaries right. and all kinds of stuff on, you know, the uh, the taskmaster he was for his sons and for yeah. them to be who they were and for Michael Jackson to be the solo act he became. Right. And um, and uh, he, he, he did that. He we did saw that. the we saw those movies where Joe had them kids rehearsing and rehearsing when they wanted to be kids. Right. They right. wanted to be outside playing. He was like, no. Get back in there and do that step again. Get back in there and hit that note again. Right, right. And uh, as harsh as it was, yeah, like you said, it made Michael who he was. Definitely. And the know. rest of the, the rest of the kids too. The rest of the Jackson. Strong performer too. and um, shout out so, just to uh, yeah, just uh, Michael Jackson. I know. Uh, and the performances and things like that. And I think about your old episode with Ant as far as the Motown sound and those things. You know, right. I know. Uh, some of Michael Jackson's uh, heroes was James Brown and um, um, Jackie Wilson, yeah. uh, who was just a cold piece from yeah. what I hear back in the day. They called him Mr. Excitement. And, uh, he was the Chris Brown of his day back in the day. And, Mr. You know, Excitement. Um, <laughs> he would wear him out. Um, I think with Joe Jackson, one of his favorites was a dude named Joe Tex. Hmm. Joe Tex. He, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, it's um, it's unfortunate. Um, I know he wasn't the best uh, behaved individual, right? But who is, right? And um, definitely again, prayers to the Jackson family. Prayers to, to the to family. Joe he's uh, he's almost bit. ninety years old. So he he lived a full life. He, that's for dang sure. Yeah. Almost ninety. It's he he. he Not won. to take away anything from right. how the family will feel, you know, after his loss, but. Yeah, 90 years. He lived a whole lot longer than a lot of black men. Right. Live. Mm. And all them kids right. and grandkids. And 
just in talking in this episode about it on the way home, I'm probably going to YouTube some Joe Tex just to just in, in a quick. I'm, I'm gonna have to look him just up too. Just in a, a quick salute to to Joe Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you guys know that the the BET Awards is coming on this coming Sunday? That's right, yeah. right. Hosted by uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. He's set to that, host it that for be, a second time. You know that's gonna be. That's that's definitely gonna hilarious. be funny. And now you know, and I and I'm gonna be wrestling with myself because I'm of a, a particular yeah. generation, if you will. So my hope is that I'm not looking at a whole bunch of microwavable stuff on the on the on the stage. I hope I'm looking well, at some. I'll, I'll read a little bit of what what I, I looked up on here. So Kendrick Lamar and Jay Z are good. about to face off for album of the year. Oh. We got Tiffany Haddish, Lupita, and Taraji, who are some of the women competing for best actress. Okay, huh. sounds okay. good. Okay, sounds good. Beyonce is nominated for best female R&B oh. pop artist. That's no surprise there. Right, and right. best collaboration. Making her the most nominated artist in the show's history with 60 lifetime nods. Hey, that's crazy. And then we got Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill, and Miguel. Some of the artists expected to take the stage to perform. Uh Comes on at 8 p.m. this Sunday. Huh. Yeah, so I'll be looking forward to that. I got some of the some of the nominees here for some different categories. I'll read off right quick. Okay. So okay. Best female R and B pop artist nominees are Beyonce, uh. SZA, uh. Her, okay. Rihanna, Kehlani. Uh. Best male R and B pop artist award: Bruno Mars, mm. Chris Brown, The Weeknd, Khaled, uh. and Daniel Caesar. Oh, nice, Ray. Daniel Caesar. Woo. And then Best Group Award, Migos, The Tribe Called Quest, yeah, okay. Nerd, Ray Schmerd, and Chloe and Halle. Wow. Best Collaboration Award, we got well, Bruno we'll Mars. We'll start real quick, Chloe and Halle. Shout out to those yeah, little, little, them yeah, light-skinned yeah, yeah, girls, yeah. and I done seen them on. Yeah, them little light-skinned girls. <laughs> yeah, on, uh, working with Beyonce, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep, and they on uh, that show, uh, Grownish. Grownish, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, they're dope. Yeah, they're um, best collaboration award, Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B. That that finesse. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, and DJ Khaled featuring Rihanna and Bryson Tiller. Wild thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's still DJ on the radio. Ch- track. Right. I seen that the other. Heard the other the other day on the radio. Yeah, I used to bump that last year. Um, also, DJ Khaled featuring Jay Z, featuring Beyonce, Top Off, oh. Cardi B, Twenty One Savage, Party at Cardi, French Montana, Swahili, Unforgettable, and Kendrick Lamar and Rihanna, Loyalty. Oh man, that was my joint too. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. How about the category of Best Male Hip Hop Artist Award? Uh, nominees are Drake, Kendrick Lamar, of DJ course. Khaled, Jay Z, yeah. and J. Cole. Ooh. Best Female Hip Hop Artist Award, you already know Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma, Dej Loaf, and Rhapsody. Oh. Nice. That's Man, a nice that's, lineup. That's a nice lineup. And I haven't soaked up Rhapsody all the way I want, oh but from the gosh. stuff I've heard, Rhapsody's so She's dope. a problem. I love Rhapsody. She is so dope. If you guys ain't up on Rhapsody, please look her up. Check her out. She is so dope. Please. Video of the Year Award nominees are Drake for God's Plan, Cardi B for Bodak Yellow, Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B, Finesse, DJ Khaled and Rihanna, Bryson Tiller, Wild Thoughts, and Kendrick Lamar, 
Humble Migos featuring Drake Walk It Talk It. You know, I'm so late on seeing that video that Walk It Like I Talk It. Walk It Walk It Like you know I what, that, the though? Soul Train video. I'm with you too. I was so late on Drake, seeing that. And Drake making an appearance in that. Like I cameo. saw the pictures of Drake with the Jerry Curl wig before I even saw the video. Like way before yeah. I saw the video. That's a dope video. <laughs> it though. is. It, it is. Really I like is. the way they use that the whole Soul Train thing. It Shout really out rest is. in peace, Don Cornelius. You know. Oh man, absolutely. Okay, a few other categories. Video Director of the Year Award. Nominees are Benny Boom, Director X, Ava DuVernay, Chris Brown, and Dave Myers. Best New Artist Award, SZA, Her, Daniel Caesar, Gold, Linka, and Boogie with the Hoodie. A Boogie with the Hoodie. A Boogie with the Hoodie. And we always have to have the Dr. Bobby Jones Best Gospel (laughs) Inspirational Award. I Lecrae got featuring a feeling Tori Kelly. Everything's I'll find gonna you. be alright. Snoop oh, Dogg featuring Beast Lake. Got a feeling. Words. Everything's gonna be alright. Let us see. And Kirk Franklin. Ah, if you got don't a feeling. Everything's gonna Marvin be alright. Be alright. Close. Be alright. Tasha Cobb. Lena featuring right. Nicki Minaj. I'm getting ready. Holy Ghost. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I ain't gonna go there. I'm gonna go there. <laughs> okay, okay. Best Actress Award: Tiffany Haddish, Lupita Nyong'o, Issa Rae. Hey, Issa Rae, can we just pause real quick? Issa Rae, just yes, Issa Lord. Rae, some love Issa with Rae. her beautiful, love. sexy, brown, funny yes. ass. Issa Rae, uh, a round of applause yeah, round for applause. Issa Rae. You know, and that that season two is coming up on Insecure. No, season three. Uh, season three. My bad. That's right. Season August three. August twelve. August twelve. My bad. Yeah. Right. yeah. Trust me. I yeah, got yeah. so excited. Have you have you start have you started watching? Because I'm I know, up on every episode. I know that you need to watch. I'm up on all of it, and including the the. Yeah. Shout out to you know for season one, real quick. Season one to um Solange, who was the music yes. director in that joint. I was reading them credits, yes. and I was like, whoa, that's Absolutely. dope. Absolutely. And, and Raphael. Yes. Yep. Yep. And so there's someone else in the other seasons, but and the, the music is dope throughout so dope. that whole dang yep. season, and just everybody, the writing, mm-hmm. the, the all the actresses, even um I feel bad because the brown mama, that's her best friend, with her bad brown ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo! But it's a great yeah. I knew you. Out. I knew you would like that show. I was like, man, <laughs> brother Jay needs to watch. Oh, that I show love that show. I it gives you just you. so much perspective yeah. on just what it's like to live and at that age of your life and um, the dating scene and mm-hmm. just just people out there just trying to be the best them, you know. So that's dope. So are you Team Lawrence? Her her her, her the ex. ex? I think I am. I, yeah. I, I love Lawrence. He's hella cool, you know. He's yeah. hella cool. He ain't. He ain't. He ain't in no no BS. And, and I think a lot of brothers to that character can relate to mm-hmm. them, or at least in my sense, because. And I felt bad because on one end, there's no excuse in terms of the characters. And for those who ain't seen Insecure, spoiler alert, you know, in, in this relationship, right. he was trying to get this business plan together that ain't, you know, he ain't even got the business right. plan. But right. he's a smart guy and all right. these other things. But, you know, he procrastinates or whatever his deal was right. to where she couldn't see the 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 uh, the evolution or whatever. Not right. and, and he and he. Yeah. He. He's just a dude that that I think a lot of guys can relate to. Where mm-hmm. you have the skill set, you have the smarts, yep. but you know you just hadn't took that leap of faith or whatever your deal was to where right. 
as opposed to you know really have you doing doing your thing. Maybe needed a little motivation. Maybe needed to meet a few more of the the right people right. at the right time. Right. Yeah. And time kept passing, and and she was she was getting tired of right. And, she and, was getting tired. And I think a lot of of, of, of ladies out there can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Where dudes got they say one thing and it's supposed to happen, but it never it's not happening. Right. And, Right. You know, you got your own set of issues. You know, right. you don't need, you, you know, it, yeah. But yeah, Issa right. Rae. But yeah, brown, sexy and, 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 and I, to, to talk a little bit more about that, because I love that show. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Yeah. She was wrong knowing what she did, you know, because she was tired of waiting. Right. And she went and found an old flame. Yeah. Or whatever, or some old, so, like, shoulda, coulda, woulda. So, and you might be able to help me out with this. Did she really find an old flame? Or did she just keep running into the cat? You know, you to know, where... I think that... that you know, because she, she, she did cut up when it came to needing a DJ or someone for her project or a yeah, school thing. Yeah. And she could have went elsewhere and ended right. up going that direction. Right. But I think it was... Um, maybe it was one of those kind of... Uh, what what could have been... You know, if we right. would have hooked up. So maybe they didn't actually hook up back in the day. Right. But there was always this kind of what if. Crazy chemistry. And so, you time. know, like he told her happy birthday on Facebook or something. And she right. inboxed him. And then next thing you know, well, my man is fucking up anyway. So. Right. And, and then right. she, you know, kind of sought him out. Next thing you know. Another, and I know the listeners is like, y'all really going down this rabbit hole of it. Sorry. This 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 HBO sorry show right now, but yeah, sorry, show. but yeah, we y'all just gonna have to fill this one a little bit for a hot second. And let me just say, there was definitely a chemistry there too because of that right. that time in the little after hour spot where the girls was meeting up with people to get some breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that? And then mm-hmm. old boy was there, and after a while, because once he realized, well, I, I don't want to spoil that part. Should I say? Should <laughs> you I say? you can. Because we're getting ready to start season three. Okay, so. season three. Okay, anyone that hasn't seen the show Insecure uh, and you might want to watch it, fast forward for about the next two and a half minutes if you don't want to <laughs> hear what else we're saying about season one and season two. Right, okay, go. right. Okay, so when old boy was like, is your girl getting fingered under the table right, right now? Right, right. You know, and they're just having laughs right. about and it. and they but, got weak about that, and she showed right. was, And it showed that was there was a the chemistry hook. there. She got up, picked her little plate up, in her meal and walked over to his table right and they've shared the meal and finished their laughs and that night just off of that right. so there right. was something there right for sure anyway so yeah. i remember her girl to seen her like oh you getting up and going over to him like, huh? is that what we do oh, right okay. right so i was like mm-hmm. okay okay so her, her friend she looked like tony childs from girlfriends <laughs> she do she look like her, her. Look like she could oh, be her sister she can get it too. <laughs> He says you can get it. Brother Jay over here, just as light-skinned as he wants to be. <laughs> but he you know, doesn't discriminate because we were kind of talking about that earlier. Equal opportunist, yeah. I have um, Taste of the Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Taste the Rainbow. <laughs> yeah, I've had some moments where I've exercised oh. equal opportunity. In the, uh, I mean, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, you know, things happen. That's things great. happen, you know. Um, Until your mama is like, don't be bringing that, girl. <laughs> What'd you say if she can't keep, if she can't, if use, she can't your comb, use your comb? Don't bring her, don't home, bring her home was was one of those oh, lines that you would come across. I want to apologize right now to all the <laughs> Caucasian sisterins and the uh, any possible 
in-laws to be. You know, it's nothing personal. You know, oh the, the love God. is there. And I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> as the firstborn, that, that's sort of how it was going down. We was catching hell. I'm, you know, originally from Illinois. Uh, dare I say, by way of Oakland, now Sacramento, which has been my home forever in a day. But, you know, coming out of Illinois, you only see white and black. I didn't see any diversity till right. I came to California as a kid. So, right. um, you know, going into Oakland was the first time I'd seen, you know, Asians in person, regardless of what type it was, whether that was Filipino, Chinese, Japanese. Mm-hmm. But in my case, this was a Vietnamese girl mm-hmm. uh, by the name of Get Tran. Get Tran. <laughs> and a uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole, and we're gonna come back out, and then we're gonna go okay, back to okay. what we saw about. Okay, but okay. I think I was talking about uh, in my middle school days. I had my best friend Bobby Lewis back then. Shout out Bobby Lewis, uh, DJ Tuck, and all these other things. My boy out in Oakland. Um, he knew I had a crush on this Vietnamese girl, Get Tran, and back then UTFO. I'm so dating myself right now. <laughs> UTFO had the Roxanne joint that was hot. Roxanne, Roxanne. So whenever Get Tran would come into the classroom, Bobby would look at me and go, Get Tran, Get Tran. Can't you understand? Oh, my gosh. Get Tran, Get Tran. Jimmy, I want to be your man. So I just almost went to stop having a crush after that. Oh, my gosh. But she Did she know that you had a crush? She never knew to this day. She never knew? Never knew. Never knew. Why, Plus, why she did... had a crush on this other Arabic cat named Ali. Oh, really? Ali was helping with his family in a corner store, and Ali was already halfway muscular. By the way, we ain't even... This is a school that's between 5th and 8th grade. I've written so much grown-ass shit. (laughs) This is the Reagan era, y'all. Crack babies and all kinds of... This is like the the 80s in Oakland, West Oakland. So let me give y'all an example real quick. You know what some of my students, my classmates' conversation was while this teacher is figuring out... I'm going through their emotions. This is a cold moment, y'all. One of my classmates would talk about. Okay, I can't believe I said this. Ain't even funny though. This ain't even funny. It's just how real it was and how fast it grew you up. One of my classmates would talk about her hoeing with her mama. Hoeing with her mama. And or and and also hoeing with a friend of hers. This particular time, she was talking about how her and her friend wow. was setting some dudes up. And once they got undressed and got certain, just got ready and in the bed or whatever, how they was going to grab their wallets and just what? shoot out. In middle school? This is middle school. Damn. So I'm probably I'm probably 6th, 7th grade, which means now 11, 12, 13 Damn. years of age. So you're hearing some cool stuff. I heard some stuff, but I didn't stuff. hear I didn't hear hoeing with your mom. When I came, yeah, and 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 if I can be as honest as I can, and as I don't think this particular story where she set these dudes up was with her mom. It was with uh, I think a friend of mine's sister or something like that. But nonetheless, basically she was just ta- telling her whole stories. Wow. Um, and just I I was just like, what in the hell? And I came from a my my family. Ain't, ain't perfect or nothing nor the friends or whatever but coming out of illinois which is a farm town and this mm-hmm. that the third and you if if you learn any kind of hate it's really at that time white people that don't like you just because you're black other right. than that you don't get into no other bs so uh, you right. know coming to california you're thinking what you see on tv which is palm trees this that mm-hmm. the third so mm-hmm. uh, you know for a hot split second we're in sacramento but then we go to oakland 
And so I'm out there for four years in Oakland, and that was some of my experiences. To where I was like, oh my God, what happened to the people here in this city? Or why the mentality? Why do they cuss as much? Or whatever my situation, I was... I was square, but at the same time, I wasn't. And it just, like, it was just crazy. I heard girls talking about, you know, sexual activities and stuff. Not hoeing. Well, well kind of. Maybe not selling their bodies like right. that girl and her mama. But they were talking about some things that they were doing with boys in eighth grade. I remember that. And, and I remember being like, wow. Yeah. You guys are doing all of that? Yeah. You guys are doing all that? I remember boys, like, asking me, like, um. Do you douche? And I was like, do Whoa. I do what? I didn't even know what. That was like sixth or seventh grade. I was like, what are you talking about? I had to go look it up. Right. And then right. I came back the next day like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, why are you? What are you guys talking about all of this stuff yeah, for at this age? Boys curious, and at that age, you know, your hormones start going crazy. Man, um, you know. Cause this this ain't a family show, right? Yeah, no, yeah, we've been it's saying all kinds of explicit. stuff. Okay, okay. So with that said, you know, at that age, you're getting erections for nothing. You wait nine times out of ten, most boys that age, you wake up in the morning and your stuff is on right, hard, right? For no reason at all, right? You have no malice thoughts. You're thinking cartoons and breakfast <laughs> and all kinds of stuff as a young boy, but your thing right. down there is just it's, that's why they say it has a mind heart. of its own. It truly does. It's right. like because. That's one thing I can appreciate about the innocence of being a kid and a right. child. As a boy, your mind really isn't about having sex or doing anything. You're right. really on some kid shit. I want right. to play sports or ride my bike or right. video game, but I got my thing on it. But then when that happens, you know you had to do something about it. Well, yes and no because and and because you could you you sort of get used to it because for one you sort of don't know what's happening and sexual images isn't being fed to you like that's your goal right. to get something off so it's like i say that to say that erection will go away and you could go so, back but, is there, a, but is there a feeling along with that erection that is like yes and no there's a light uh, tingle but but right. as you get a little bit older that's when you do feel the need to release something right. it's like right, right. you're so aroused that you just get curious and then once you sort of figure out how your body works and you you know are able to to get yourself to to climax or whatever you're just like whoo i need that feeling again <laughs> baby baby I got at some point if not today dun, dun, definitely tomorrow what you do to me me in the bathroom got an appointment i don't know at some oh my point <laughs> teenage boys spend so much time in the bathroom right so it's just like you know it's it's that the, that release that you need if nothing else but uh bro, does that it's different like, from does everybody. that go on for we like years and years after that for right y'all like it does it does and i think um what was cool is that in that same school, there was a sex, sexual education class that you got around seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So when they got to talking about, um, you know, uh, the, let's just say the word masturbation or when you got to uh, having those thoughts, the faculty and the people in charge of your sex ed class was really, did a really good job of making you feel normal about it. Right. And that, uh, and that that's just a part of, you know what happens at that age and they just educated you really good so mm-hmm. for those who might have been doing that you know they they didn't you, make you feel like something's wrong right or, or you right shouldn't be doing that. exactly yeah. and then you know just trying to protect yourself in terms of if you do become active 
And uh, you know So where you're not You know Contacting the STD Or right. Becoming a parent Ahead of time So you really If if you did If you did nothing Which I didn't um, You felt good Because those urges Were there Right And you might have Been curious about Things on your body Or whatever And, right. and doing things Or trying things So you know um, But it was real out there You You just in your middle junior high days and don't let you have brothers or sisters older than you then you really know the streets or what's going on oh, you man i used to see some things i wasn't so supposed to be seeing fast out there i i so, saw some things that wasn't supposed to be seeing like yeah, I, I was a too. teen mom okay and my parents didn't talk to me about anything yeah at all at all there's some things that in retrospect i, I wish that i did know about did you know yeah talk about and uh yeah it's kind of like sometimes kids you have a little bit too much time on your hands uh -huh. you ain't got no extracurricular activities or right, anything like that right. you might be exploring and curious about some things right right it's just yeah kind of happens yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was 16 yeah, yeah. i was 16 when i had, when like, I had cassandra <laughs> yeah and you know it's um yeah, my mom had me at that age, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. A lot that. of people, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. But that's why some people really just dig what she's done in her life. Because, right, right, right. Um, once, I, once I came to the realization that she had me that early, it's like, damn. Like, yeah. whoa, you know, it's like you just, you just really never know um, where someone's life can end up evolving to, mm -hmm. even if you become a parent early. It's, yep. it's, just a, it's weird on how many different life experiences i have to where uh yeah it's like i mean i just hit y'all with a really 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 transparent moment but yeah it's like <laughs> but it's like yeah she's uh she she pulled herself up by her bootstraps yeah. and the family pitched in and That's i've seen about. it all i've seen us living in a one-bedroom studio apartment me mm -hmm. and my brothers to a nice ass home yeah and you know and, and yep. having uh pools or whatever and Racket club memberships and right. all this other stuff. It's, oh man! You've seen uh, every gamut of life, and it's you know it's just uh you know That's it's awesome. all a blessing. You just stay That's humble, awesome. stay humble through it all. Oh you know? yeah, me and Cassandra, we used to struggle. I used to count change to buy diapers and pull-ups and stuff because I, you know, I was like I gotta move out of this house. I lived in my parents' house with her, you know, when I had her, but there were a lot of people living in that house because I had a lot of siblings. Yeah. There were seven of us. There were a lot of us in that house at that time with kids and my parents were like, you know, I'm not going to kick anybody out. They were helping everybody out, but there were so many people in that house with me and my daughter who was a little baby that I was like, I got to get up out of here. Yeah. And and I, I had to leave. My, my sister Alina, same way. She was there with my niece Ari. And we're like, we got to get up out of here. This <laughs> is crazy. We were living in that house. Like, you know how a lot of Asians will live together, but they have a plan. They're stacking. Right, and the next right. day, you know, they got businesses and all uh -huh. this stuff. No, that wasn't us. We were just all packed in this house and every kind of piece of the room that you could fit somebody in <laughs> and some clothes stuff. That was us. And yeah, I yeah, had to get like up that. out of there. So we got up out and... Uh, I had a little job and everything and like, mm -hmm. you know, one paycheck out of the month went to the rent and the other paycheck went to everything else. Hey, yeah, and yeah. uh it, it was it was a struggle. It was. It was a struggle. Well hats off to you for persevering. Thank you. And uh being able to uh <laughs> Thank you. It was get closer it was to that easy. light at the end of the tunnel. It you was know? not easy at all. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was determined. I was determined yes. to, to make it work. So any of you young mothers out there that may be listening to the podcast, don't give up. And even if you feel like you don't have any support at all, do everything that you can for a better life for you and your kids. You can make it happen. I promise you, you indeed, can. Indeed. I promise you, you if, can. If I could add to that, there's an old African proverb. It's all within you, really, when it comes down to it. It's, it's easier said than done. But the African proverb says, if there's no enemy within the enemy outside can do you no harm. Hmm. So meditate on that. Right. Meditate on that. I, it spoke to me when I first heard it. If there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. Hmm. So having your plan, having your whole strategy, it's, right. it's you you control what this is and how you're going to get that W. Absolutely. So. And on that note, you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie, and your boy, Brother Jay. Yay, yay. Hey. Do you gonna make that move? I was in here vibing, not paying attention. But now, it's like this. Do you? Don't be afraid to lose. Doing what you do, be no one, always be you You, you, gotta make that move Nobody feels but you Live the life you choose, do you, do you So you got it bad, though it's not what makes me sad It's the way you hold your hand How it shows your soul within Growing old without your dad Home to home from pad to pad Hustle hard to make that cash Trying to make a soul with things Look at what you do When you're gonna see You're making things so difficult Make your life more easy You blow up everything Girl, you will be known
the back right, she done act right, and that's life. I made her turn back, she done that nice, and that's twice that she done run back with that fight. I have to let her go, but I have to speak my mind, I have to let her know. So never comes the day she says she never know. Can't go against the grain, just have to let it flow. If it gets cold, or hold to the soul. At least it comes way earlier than days of old. Imagine growing old, not never ever known. And find out way late, all the attention shown. Ooh, I'ma do me, you do you, do you. Want you to yourself, you won't lose. They say today you love my genius, and tomorrow's lose my food. You wait till the end, and from again, what's left to lose? DJ L Boogie and your boy brother Jay. Yay yay. You know what? It's getting late on this uh we're recording this Friday night. Mm-hmm. This late night. We're about to wrap this thing up. El Boogie over here looking at me crazy and stuff. <laughs> yeah. He is. So brother Jay, thank you for coming through to the podcast. Oh, as always. Pleasure. Thank you as for having always. me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so what's going down for the weekend? You got plans for the weekend? No, you know I got family out of town. You That's know, right, so your you family's know, here. from Colorado, Colorado right. Springs, so I'm doing that. You know, I'm That's right. a, shout out to the fam. Hang out with some people, That's a homeboy, cool. maybe a lady friend or something okay. like that. And, um, okay, okay. Gonna break out know, the G. Garvin recipes? Uh, you know, I'm gonna get involved. Get involved. I'm get involved. Get yeah. my L on, you know? Maybe L Boogie will take me to um, go somewhere. Oh, somewhere is nice. Hint, hint. Somewhere is nice. Hint, you hint, know, it is. El Boogie. It's nice weather. It's um out here. You know, for I'm those of y'all. It's a little warm. Is, I don't know if you want to call that nice. This is nice. This is what back in the cut, me and Christopher Terrell would call midnight picnic weather. Midnight picnic. This is midnight you picnic. You guys used to have midnight picnics? Yes. We had a spot. We called the spot. I even invested in a picnic basket. Did you? Okay, so you know we would, you know, we talk about these midnight picnics that we would do, <laughs> and it worked pretty damn good. Midnight love. <sighs> we had a spot that was pretty unpopular at the time. That really? Was, See, don't don't even disclose <laughs> the the information and location. Oh, you always get something new the on the personal lives, man. Uh, yeah. That is too funny. Midnight picnic weather. That That's is what this too is. Funny midnight it, picnic. Sort of like eighty-five degrees and up. Okay. But especially triple digits. Triple digits. <sighs> when it's going to be a triple digit day, instantly that's automatic midnight picnic weather. It's amazing. You can walk anyway. That's it. So I'm not even going to give you no more. Af- no, no after, more help. After you guys picnic, what'd you do? Well, you know. um 
And we never like to make anyone feel like they're doing anything they don't want to do. But nine times out of ten, um, you know, uh, we would probably get to a, a place where a little bit more privacy is there. And when, um, there's a phrase we would call, shout out to classic, <laughs> where we would uh, touch and agree. Touch <laughs> and agree. Y'all was running butt naked through the park. Y'all nasty. Yeah, uh, you know what? Well, sometimes there would naked. be a spot, and then there was times where things might have happened in mm-hmm. the park. Mm-hmm. It went down in the park after dark. Uh, well, is that what happened? Sometimes. That's what had happened. Sometimes it might go down in the park Y'all after dark. Passionate, I think, is a better way <laughs> to express the love we give. To to, to 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 those who oh are so inclined to receive it. Uh, I, I, I see. I see. Woo, shout out to the Midnight Picnics, man. Midnight Picnics. You've been listening to the Lounge Talk <laughs> Podcast, episode number 38. You can follow us on Instagram at the Lounge Radio. You can follow me, Mrs. Ann Carter, on Instagram and also Twitter at Mrs. Ann Carter. And you can email us, all of us, at the Lounge Radio Show at Gmail. You can send something for Ann Carter, for DJ L Boogie, for Brother Jay, for Christopher hey. Terrell, or any of the guests that we've had on the show. And we will make sure that they get the email and get the message. Right. And now let me encourage some of the ladies. What kind of menu would you like on a midnight picnic? What would you, something you would? I'm just curious to know. Feel free to send that. Send that in the email. What you would like to see in the picnic basket? Go ahead and send. That. <laughs> I think that should be a challenge. <laughs> the midnight picnic challenge. You're, and you may be chosen for the midnight picnic. <laughs> You may win a midnight picnic with Brother Jay. Win a midnight picnic with Brother Jay. Send your emails now. (laughs) We'll have me fighting with one of my listeners. (laughs) 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 Lounge Talk Podcast, and we out. We out. Don't you ever wonder what would happen If you and I became more than just friends You 
Yeah, yeah. 